What's going on? This is Airman Ball, and I'm here with Airman Jones. Say what's up, man. What's up? We were going to probably try and come up with some, like, really cool nicknames, but I can't think of anything that isn't cringy. And we also have a really cringy podcast name. It's called The Airman Chronicles. This is what you're listening to right now. And today we're going to talk about fitness in the Air Force. Because I've noticed it's a really big issue, especially with a lot of uh, airmen failing and you know, getting kicked out and stuff like that. Um, so I think the first thing that it starts with is the fitness and basic training isn't really up to standards that would you know maintain such a really healthy lifestyle. I think we what was it we talked about last night as far as the training and basic. Well, I just think it's too easy. It's, um, well, not only is it too easy, but I think it's pretty inefficient Mm -hmm. when it comes to, uh, I think, I don't think it's well fit for the people just going into the Air Force because most people going into the Air Force have never done fitness or are not that knowledgeable in it. It's also the Air Force, so they're not going to be more heavy on it like the army or the marines so i think to start with why it's not a a good system is even the way they have running um it's a good i don't even know would you even say it's a good system where they had like 26 minutes of just straight going without stopping so uh, personally i don't even like to run i hate running but it is a <clears throat> it's a good stamina builder for sure. Not not necessarily for weight loss or anything. You can lose weight while running, but walking is better in my opinion. But as far as like <clears throat> stamina building, that's exactly why they implemented running is for you to be faster and to build up that stamina. But I think the main reason people don't do well in the cardio aspect of the military in general is because before basic training, they don't do any training, which is exactly what I did. And I almost freaking died doing any kind of runs during basic training. And that's, I think that's the main issue. I mean, even, even before basic training, I would say I was pretty fit, but I was more of just a weight guy Mm -hmm. versus I never ran. I mean, I walked and did a little bit of running. Um, but that was mainly based on treadmill, so which is a whole different thing than a track. But if anything, I wouldn't even call that stuff a track. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a track, but why did we barely even use it when they also had, I don't even know what they called the area that was just pure concrete um, because that's just god-awful. I don't even know why that exists in general. Um, because that's not fit for anything. You had they had these high, um, they had these high Air Force standards for running twenty six minutes straight. Um, in the beginning, it was like we'll do. Sorry, that's my freaking cat. We'll do six minutes of on and off running and walking, and then we'll do twenty six minutes straight. It makes a lot of sense. I get it, and I know you had a lot of people. And, but we had two tracks and 
the concrete area had a lot more area to cover and compensate for as many people. And um, Sorry, my freaking cat is like destroying the room right now. So it was good for how many people they had, but it was just not a good system. It's concrete. You shouldn't be running on concrete. Um, maybe maybe for free running, for just doing it yourself. Uh, just maybe test out your speed, or maybe that's the only area you have. I get it, but to constantly have that as what you're running almost every single day, it's obviously going to put a lot of stress on your legs. And that's how most people got shin splints, I would say, is running on concrete. Not only that, yes, they gave us some pretty crappy shoes, but that was you had an option of wearing those. You didn't, it wasn't required, which was good. But you can't have people running on concrete for 26 minutes straight for every two days. Dude, my shin just not realistic. My shin splints sucked when I was in basic. Like, I think I went up to, well, I don't even remember what they were called. And basically, it was basically like the flight, the equivalent of the flight doctor, but for basic training. And I went up to him and I was like, dude, I can't run. My legs are going to freaking fall off. My shin splints are terrible right now. I was complaining and all that stuff. Keep in mind, I did not do any training before basic training. So I didn't do any exercising or cardio. So that's probably a huge part of it. But that concrete destroyed my legs. Like every time I ran on it, even in tech school. We had like this, um, it wasn't concrete, but it was like that rubber material. You know what I'm talking about? Like that rubber stuff that you see like on playgrounds and crap like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like like a, a whole strip of that. It was like two miles long and they made us run that like halfway through and that, that destroyed my legs too because of how solid it is. Like it's so flat and solid. So like the impact would just destroy my, my knee, which I already have an injury on and I'll just get the worst chance once. Yeah. And if the Air Force stresses for fitness, I think they just need to probably start with there mm. because it's just not solid, realistic ground to be running on because, yeah, even I would say my scores when it came to the basic training fitness, they definitely improved. I would say what they did for strength and all that stuff was quite enough mm-hmm. because my numbers went up just from strictly doing weights um, and going for two months and not doing weights. I noticed everything that I had a, I, I don't know if it was like a high 40, low 50 sit-up, um, but that got boosted up to 80. And I had a, I think it was a 56 push-up for a minute. And then at the end of it, I got 80. I, I don't know how the hell I got 80, but it doesn't sound realistic, but there's other people who had higher numbers. Yeah, I was say, I've seen people that got freaking 100 in a minute. I'm like, dude, you are a beast. Yeah, I couldn't even do seventy in a minute. I think I think their strength days proved to be very well. I actually didn't like try hard them too hard in the beginning. It was more towards the end, which honestly I should did it from the from the start. But the running, the whole reason I even got shin splints to start with is because we started on the concrete. I didn't know much about running, <laughs> and I started lapping everyone. I started going. Uh, Passed everyone. I was like, you know what? I'm going to show what I can do. And I did pretty good on my first time, but just hauling ass on the concrete that first run day just destroyed my legs for the rest of PMT. Right. Shin splints, worse than I've ever had them before. And I only had them twice before in high school. And that was when they, uh, it was weight training. And that was them taking time away from doing that to start running more often. 
I was good at it, but it still was like a lot of stress. BMT was heavy stress on the on the shins. Mm-hmm. I would say I just need. I think they need to reevaluate their track. Yeah, like I knew. I think it was like two people in my basic flight that had like serious injuries just from running alone. Like they could do like the strength exercises and everything, but whenever they would run on that track, there would be like at least one or two injuries like every time we ran. It, it might have been too hard, too um, forceful of a routine to get into because we had one person who actually had to leave our flight in the seventh week. I want to say mm-hmm. it was it was like the end of the sixth week. Who was he looked fit, uh, but like he looked healthy, but he had never done fitness before. Even when he did PT back in high school, um, PT well like PE and stuff, mm-hmm. he didn't didn't do it. He didn't do sports, so he's he even admitted he's pretty much never done fitness. So to get in as hard as the Air Force wanted, he got shin splints way worse than anyone else in our flight to the point where uh, it seemed like he could barely walk. He didn't even wear the boots at all during BMT because they just let him go without them and uh, because it just it wasn't working well for his feet. And then I don't know how long he ended up staying in, what was it called, the, the medical area? Oh, I know what you're talking about. I forget the name of it. Yeah, so he was stu- stuck in there for a minute. I haven't heard from him afterwards, but he just – it looked like he had trouble walking. So I don't think it takes too uh, good consideration of the airmen who have never even done fitness at all. Yeah. Or maybe not even at all, not as much. Because mm-hmm. not everyone joining the Air Force is athletes. They're just yeah. normal kids or even just straight out of high school. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, th- I feel like there's this really huge lack of discipline when it comes to training before basic. And I, you know, obviously I did the same thing. Like I did not work out period for like almost a year. Um, and we did PT one time before basic and I did, I did it with my recruiter and like some other trainees and it destroyed me, dude. Like, like I said yesterday, I was laying in bed like the rest of the day after, uh, after, um, PT. And then I got to basic. The run destroyed me. My muscles were totally sore. Like, my whole body was sore every time we did strength training because my body wasn't used to it. But literally the only issue is that people need to prep for PT. Like, people don't uh, don't, uh, prepare themselves for basic training. And they think, you you know, I'm going to basic training. It'll get me fit and get me in shape. But that's not at all how it is they expect you to be in some good shape so that way they can kind of capitalize on your already good fitness um routine but i think that's where a lot of people kind of go wrong i would say a lot of people's fitness did improve during bmt but you you can't really go from nothing uh you can but again look at that kid he had zero fitness experience just destroyed his legs Mm mm-hmm um, I had some good fitness experience uh, in high school. I never had the opportunity to do sports, but um, I still had three years of PE. And then I kept up with the gym way heavier once I graduated. Right. And which was a good solid year and a half working out before. Um, but I think they need to take a look at the uh, 
the I, I forgot what it was called the program, uh, the DEP was it? The DEP, yeah, yeah, the light entry program. Well, we did that once a month, and one of them was I want to say it was fifteen minutes, and another wasn't even a workout or anything. It was just a tour around the nearest Air Force Base, and actually we didn't even get a big tour of that. We went into two buildings and the gym, and then just called it a day. Mm-hmm. But that's supposed to get you ready for BMT, what I thought. But no, I think I did the depth stuff maybe three, four times. And, you know, like I said, one was just a quick 15 minutes. The longest was like maybe 40. And it still wasn't even that challenging. It really wasn't enough. And you could tell like most all those people were struggling. Yeah, I mean, I think a huge thing is the actual standards because – when um, before I joined, I looked up the uh, the PT standards, and I saw that they were relatively low. Like the minimum for push-ups is hang on, let me look it up real quick. I, I know I should already freaking know this. I'm in the Air Force, but do you remember what it is? Because I seriously don't. Trying to remember the basics. I know. I know their system was a little bit different when we're in BMT. I don't remember exactly. Uh, so let's see. Are you thinking about the uh, the chart that had like Warhawk and... That's actually what I'm films? looking at right now. Okay, so it says uh, for the males under 30 years old, I think this is the push-ups. The push-ups is 33. That's the minimum. And then the sit-ups is 42. And that's still way too low. Yeah. Cause like when I was, you know, before I left for basic, I was able to do just under that. So I didn't improve a lot when I went to basic. I feel like the standard should be up, should be raised to something more realistic as far as like actually improving your, you know, your physical fitness. Yeah. Cause 33 isn't like nothing to me now, <clears throat> but obviously I work out. So, I mean, well, if you if you raise it, then if people start to fail or get low numbers in the beginning, that's a hard realization. Uh, just right from the get go, that oh shit, I need to start challenging myself more mm-hmm. because I need to hit these goals by the end of the what's eight and a half weeks of BMT. So just the thirty three. I mean, with such low standards, it just it doesn't set the bar anywhere. Right. And that's just what they're going to shoot for. Most of them are just going to shoot for the bare minimum because a lot of people's mentality in BMT is I just need to get past BMT. I just need to scrape by, you know, I'll, I'll lay low. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't need to bust my ass, but there's quite a bit of people that did bust their ass. Um, and I can say, I, I noticed that too, because I was, we got top PT flight and a lot of people in my flight were just, they were doing pretty damn well. People had trouble doing the strength days, but when it came to, um, because no one had motivation for that, but when it came to running days, you know, everyone went, it was more like we were pretty supportive of each other because we had almost everyone as a blue belt, which um, for maybe some of those who might listen to this, uh, that's just, that's the best belt you can get. It's just a colored belt that goes on you when you run. And I think it went like the lowest was red, 
Then I did it skip to did it go yellow? I think it was. That was red, yellow, green, blue. Yeah. So from low to high. And that was a good motivation point actually, because like I had green at first. Um and I was like thinking, why did I get green? Um, because I wasn't pushing myself, which a lot of people weren't pushing themselves. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> that made me want to get blue the next time. So I did get blue. Um, but that's because that's how most people on my flight get blue. Right. But I think we were a good support for each other um, to rank up in the colors. Uh, but other than that, like I think that was the biggest thing going for us. But they need to up these standards. I mean, I only maintain that blue standard and uh, maintain being good at running and fit because I wanted to just match my other flight. I had a lot of people I had to keep up with and I didn't want them looking down on me. If I'm such a big fitness person, then why am I so much lower than all these other people? Yeah. And I think you should have the mentality, like set an example for everyone. Even if you aren't like a huge muscle head or bodybuilder, like you are not calling a muscle head or anything, but no, you are, you are a bodybuilder, right? Or is it like the, that's what I'm trying to go for. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, if you have that image that you want to maintain, that's a perfect mindset to have. And I think you should have that mindset for yourself. Like you want to set your own example. Like you want to kind of imagine yourself as, um, you know, uh, to a certain point physically and mentally that you want to reach to, and then you just need to go for it. But I think that also kind of uh, comes along with them when they get into the operational air force too. Cause as you and I have seen, we have people in our flight that obviously don't try like they just don't do any training for their PT test and their mentality is very you know, negative like in very degrading towards themselves. And it's even, it's even worse now than it would be in basic, in my opinion, because in basic, you have someone trying to motivate you and push you to actually do something, which is the MTI. Um, whereas in the operational air force, you don't really have that same push. No, I don't think you have the push at all. I think, uh, looking at, you know, whether it be our job or other job, it's most people who aren't into fitness Mm -hmm. and all the people I see into fitness on base um, I see a lot of people who look and talk like they're losing weight, which makes sense. I see a bunch of people who are, you know, getting huge. And um, I, th- I think there's a pretty split line between um, less people just going to get fit versus the other people who just want to get big. That's the main people I see there because you see these people are super cut, super huge. But I don't actually necessarily see a lot of people that aren't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's, there needs to be some better, uh, PT, not just motivation, but, um, some program that needs to keep people in the loop about like how they need to be. And not just a PT test, a PT test. If you get lower than 80, mm-hmm. I think it is, or no, is it lower than 90? That's for six months. Uh, I think it was, if you get lower than 85, because I got like an 80 on mine. 80? I believe. It was like just under 80, I believe. But if it's lower than 85, then you have to take a PT test in six months rather than in a year. And six months, and this is where it could get controversial. Uh, for my opinion, um, yeah, I don't like PT tests. I don't like dealing with them, but they're not hard to do. You just 
go and bust at a mile and a half and then hit your push-up sit-ups, whatever. Um, but even with 85, like lower than that, you have six months for another PT test. That's, that's still such a long time. And then for the people who get over that, um, they get a whole year. Maybe they'll bust their ass for that first one, but once that year comes up, I mean, they got comfortable. Um, you probably they they could get that same score, uh, or maybe it'd be lower, but still to get a whole year. But if you're in the Air Force and they say that they want to stress fitness, well, if you do the whole year and let's say you just have a six year contract, you get out at then. That's that's just six PT tests you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're doing the getting lower than that, let's say every single time, that's 12, but that's still through six years and they need to, they need to make it a little bit more common because people have just been given up on fitness. Yeah. Uh, I, I probably wouldn't say they give up on fitness. I would say they don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. It's not even in their mind to start with. Yeah. And no one has that kind of self-discipline to, you know, actually go and do it. And in the Air Force, you have a lot of, um, I'd say, like tools or you know assets or people in this case that actually push you to meet those standards. If not, you know, surpass them, which is ideal, in my opinion. But I'd say it's even harder for civilians because they don't have anyone except like maybe their loved ones, but they don't have like that <clears throat> that overall goal. Um, or like that standard they have to meet. Like in the, in the civilian sector, they're just, you know, oh, I'm going to lose weight. They have to have so much self-discipline to push themselves even when they don't want to get out of bed and go to uh, the gym, you know. But in the Air Force, you have your, you know, your PT test in six months or a year. And you're thinking, oh, well, I should probably train. But like you said, for whenever it's a year, Dude, in a year, I would have gained 80 freaking pounds like if I had to wait a year. But I have six months, which I still can slack off. I can still freaking get McDonald's every single day if I wanted to. But I know that I will fail if I do that. I know I'm not going to meet that standard. And plus, I have a self-standard that I want to meet. And I have instilled some amount of discipline in myself. And, you know, it helps a lot. It helps tremendously. Um. But I think another thing that's kind of playing into failing PT scores is the waist measurement. Like ridiculous. Yeah, I think that's. I think they were actually talking about getting rid of that. If I'm not mistaken. I think it, it makes the most sense to get rid of it mm-hmm. because it's it's just not a realistic way of measuring someone's fitness. No. Uh, an example: I knew a guy in tech school who. He told us his score in BMT. Well, it sounded pretty damn crazy because, you know, I'm pretty skinny, uh, like slim core. Um, and I'm way more physically fit than this guy when it came to the gym. Like, I was stronger. Um, but when it came to his stamina, endurance, and, and shit like that, he still had um, – he, he had a stomach on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he could outrun any of us. So for a mile and a half, he was getting 850. Mm. He was in the eights. And you wouldn't even guess it. You wouldn't think. 
um, when it came time for all of us in tech school to do our PT and stuff like that, he whooped us all. And everyone's like, well, how the hell did he do that? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, that's because, like, his way of training was just, like, all he did was just three miles uh, a day for, I think he said, three weeks prior to BMT. Mm -hmm. And then he actually tried in BMT, so it, it kept it going. But that's not that's not even that hard. It's just you have to keep the mindset to keep that going. But you just wouldn't think that this person is going to get an eight fifty, mm-hmm. but they did, and their waist was bigger than your own. Right. So you can't you can't judge someone's fitness based on their weight because they might have way better stamina and endurance than you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter. That's just not a good way to uh, to judge someone. Right. So, uh, we are recording on my browser right now, and apparently I can only record for 30 minutes. So, I'm going to try and find a way to record outside the browser, and then I'll add this onto the other recording. So, uh, we'll be right back. Hopefully, you haven't fucking left yet. (laughs) But, yeah, we'll be right back. Hello, hello, hello. So... found out that you can actually just record on Windows 10, because I'm an idiot. Um, I was recording on the Anchor app, uh, which for recording is awesome if you actually have the app and you have like all the equipment you need and all that stuff. Um, but I just have the browser right now. I'm not going to record on my phone. Um, but yeah, Anchor is pretty awesome. I mean, you can upload uh, you know, podcast episodes. You can get paid for it. Like, literally, you get paid real money, um, and you get sponsors. You can have it uploaded to iTunes Music, or iTunes, not just music, um, iTunes, Spotify, pretty much, I think there's uh, two other platforms that you can upload your podcast to, so, and it's all free. Like, you don't have to pay anything. You just have to put in all your information, um, set up the actual podcast page and everything, so go check that out if you wanted to start a podcast, or if you just want to listen to podcasts, because they... A lot of people to upload onto that website as well. So, um, anyways, where we left off uh, was what was it? The waist, the waist measurements yeah. for the PT test, the PT standards. Um, and the, you had said that you shouldn't base someone's fitness standards off of their measurement of their waist. Um, and I agree because obviously I'm a bigger guy than you, but we both weigh about the same. Like I, I weigh one eighty right now, and you weigh. What, one like 188 189 you weigh more than me yeah dude i look at you and you're you look like a stick with muscles like you are way thinner looking than i am but you still weigh more and i'm i have more of a waist than he does i look bigger just like in general so i think that's a really unfair way to judge someone's fitness standards or uh you know anything else just based on their uh waist um Obviously, the push-ups and you know the sit-ups and all that stuff is fine, I guess. But the waist measurement should definitely be taken out of the PT test, which I I remember someone talking about um, that they are actually gonna get rid of it. I really hope they do. Yeah, they're gonna like adjust it somehow. I don't remember exactly what was said, but um, yeah, that's something that should definitely be uh, taken out. Um, So, kind of going off topic from PT test well not really but um, the main I think the main reason people fail 
the PT test is not just their physical uh, fitness, but the fact that they lack that discipline. They have to have some amount of discipline to keep pushing themselves. And people say, like, oh, you got to be motivated. You have to motivate yourself. No. Motivation is a very temporary thing. Motivation does help in the moment, but it goes away very fast. You're not going to stay motivated the entire time you're working out. It's going to start sucking more and more and more, and then you're going to want to quit. If you don't have that self-discipline to actually keep going, like, no, like, hey, I don't have an option. I have to keep going if I want to meet this goal then you're going you're gonna to succeed every time. And um, I was, we were watching uh, Jocko Willink, who is an amazing uh, freaking inspirational speaker. He's an author. Uh, he does his own podcast called uh, Jocko Podcast. You can find him on Spotify and whatnot. Um, he's an ex-Navy SEAL, super inspirational. But he was talking about the difference between motivation and discipline. And he was saying, like I just said, motivation is temporary and if you don't instill that discipline upon yourself, you're not going to meet your goals. You're not going to get to that point that you want to get to. Um, I think that's a huge issue as far as like actually meeting the standards of the Air Force. You don't dis- discipline yourself enough to you know, actually meet the criteria for you know, passing the PT test. And I, I think the, per- the person we were talking about yesterday is a perfect example of that. He, never, he doesn't discipline himself, you know, he doesn't discipline himself enough to go training and to go exercise and go to the gym. Um, <clears throat> that's why he failed so hard on that PT test. Like, you were telling me about his his time for his run and how he didn't even finish. I'm like, dude, holy crap, that's horrible. And I felt, I genuinely felt bad for him because obviously he has some kind of health issue on top of that. But, you know, you can always get past your health issues. But that's where... Is it like a natural health issue, or is it is it a cause by you? Right. Did you give yourself a fair chance at any sort of fitness or good health? Maybe, maybe not. There's so much that goes into... There's so many different aspects of fitness, and it's not just in the gym. You can go to the gym or whatever, but you know what? You might be struggling on that run or something. Uh, you might get the cramps, you just don't feel healthy enough, well, maybe you went into the gym and did the same stuff I do. But it, it all comes down to diet, and that that's a huge thing. You can't have a diet that is terrible and then go to the gym, and you can have a good mindset of, oh, I'm going to pass this, oh, I'm going to do my best for this, but that's that's just in your head. You might have a good will, but that will should have prepared you for the test. It should prepare you for everything. And you, you need to put more work into everything. It's, it's like studying. Like You have to study for your test. You have to work out for your test. Even if you don't have a test, you should still apply that to yourself. Because you can't just let yourself go. Mm-hmm. The more you let yourself go, it's... it's at, at first, it starts to slowly uh, get at you. You're start, starting to slowly get worse, but as time goes on, then you're going to drastically get worse, and it's not just worse for your body. It's going to be worse mentally. Mm-hmm. You put no care into it all, well, you're probably not going to have any care in a year. It's probably going to be way worse. It's going to be way harder. Now you're, you're physically worse, 
So mentally, you're not going to push yourself to that point. Right. You're going to be like, wow, I'm actually this far down the road. It's going to be really hard to get back up there to how I used to be or how I want to be. And then you're not going to try. Just at all. Yeah. So with the, with the part of... Um, Wow, I completely forgot what you just said. <laughs> oh, just, just not trying, just uh, slowly, basically deteriorating. Not so, just your body, but there, your, your mindset. There was a, a part you were talking about where the, the physical aspect has a lot to do with it. And I don't really... I agree with it, but at the same time, I feel like your mental strength overcomes your physical strength in every aspect. It can. It it also just depends on how your body is, mm-hmm. um, like how far you've let yourself go down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Um, I ran with a lot of people on their test. I'm basically a pacer. I'll run a little bit ahead of them. Um, maybe that doesn't work for everyone. That doesn't work for me. Um, I have to just do it myself. But for other people, you have this person who's running faster than you. Uh, you want to keep up to them. You want to match their speed. Mm-hmm. You want to show them that you can do what they're doing um, or maybe not even do what they're doing but you can get close to how they are so I've ran with a numerous amount of people um, I've ran on 10 PT tests and it, it is big mentally because I think I think that's the whole reason for the for the pacer mm-hmm. is and I think most people should have a pacer I think people need uh, other people in their job or at least just one person to do it because uh, with not only just the failures, but just the low scores in general, um, you can't you can't be setting the bar low. You can't just be shooting for the minimum. You need to shoot for more than that. Yeah. Um, so it is really heavily mentally too. But on a, a couple tests and stuff like that, you can tell they were pushing it mentally um, super hard. And the things they had said to me while running, which was uh, fantastic to hear, which was amazing. Mm. Um, but I think they just gave, I wouldn't say they gave up, but I think they started off strong mentally and then that slowly starts to go down. And then it, I think it has like moments where it spikes <clears throat> up and it goes back down. But you, you have to keep the mental strength the whole time. You can't let it go lower. Uh, on one person's case, they were physically hurting too much, but they still kept it up mentally. Uh, even if, even when they knew they were going to fail, um, I still kept calculating the times because I was good with uh, figuring out what times we needed for whichever track we were using. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, we, we can still make it if we keep it at this pace. But even with a, a simple pace, you have to keep it. You can't walk. You can't just kind of like drag yourself along. Um, even when that person knew they were going to fail, they... Decided just to do another four or five laps, which was fantastic. Um, they said they trusted me during the run, which was a great thing, mm. and uh, I respect that. But uh, you don't need to trust me. You just need to match my speed. Who you need to trust is yourself. You need to keep going. Uh, I'm just there to keep pace, mm. you know, to set a pace. But you need to keep that pace or else I have to go slower. Now we're setting a a much slower pace than we should be. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that person 
was going to fail. It didn't look like it in the beginning, but then you can kind of kind of start telling. But I didn't want to think he was going to. Um, but at the end of it, uh, it was his body and a little bit of the will um, that had pretty much failed him. But mentally, like, like he he even said he's like I'm not gonna make it. Um, but he just kept going, and I was just like, okay, well, we don't have to do another one if you don't want to. He didn't say anything. He kept going. Great for him. He pushed himself, but he still didn't make it. I think that's a huge point, though. It's better to fail than to just quit or give up. And the fact that he knew he was going to fail, but still kept going to the point where he finished, that's a huge indicator that he doesn't you know, want to give up. Like he has that willpower and that mental strength to, uh, or mental fortitude, rather, is a better word. Um, to keep going even when he knows it's not going to end up good it's not going to um, meet his standard or let alone the Air Force standard but I feel like he needs to take that energy and anyone else who's struggling with PT test or PT standards they need to take that energy and put it into their training before the PT test not while they're taking the PT test you know what I mean and a huge component for me personally I'm sure a lot of people will agree um, is having a workout partner. Like you said, when you have a, a pacer with you, you, you pace me when I did my PT test. Dude, that helped tremendously. I feel like if I didn't have a pacer, I would have failed that test 100%. I mean, obviously, I was freaking gagging up and feeling like I was going to throw up everywhere, just going, like, every five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... I, I don't even think I recall you walking at all. No, I kept, I kept jogging. Quite a few of my tests. That was a huge thing. I, I always, I kept telling myself, don't walk, don't walk. If you slow down you're done. Like, you're going to fail. I think I, like, slowed down to a point where it was almost a walk, and then I kept trying to, like, jog. And my chest was on fire, and my feet were killing me, and my, my uh, shins were just on fire. But I kept going, and um, the huge part was the fact that I had a pacer. And even now, like, when I go to the gym, I go out, I go with Jones here, <clears throat> and uh, an NCO from our flight. And the fact that we are, all three of us are working out together is a huge motivational booster obviously it's a temporary thing and I still have that discipline to actually go because I enjoy it you know um, but yeah workout partners help tremendously because one you have that motivation that you are trying to instill upon yourself when you I feel like when you instill motivation upon yourself or like try and motivate yourself it's temporary but when you get motivation from someone else like you have someone supporting you or someone there just with you, you know, uh, helping you through whatever, the motivation lasts a lot longer. I mean, the, obviously the discipline aspect is always there. Like, you chose to be there because you know you want to meet this standard, you want to do this, but you also enjoy it because you're motivated by the, uh, the people around you. Yeah. So, I, I would say I've been lifting for quite a while. I've been lifting in high school. Um, it really obviously wasn't too well, but that's where I, you know, got my my building blocks, my fundamentals of everything, and then I would say everything really kicked up after I graduated, which was 2017, and then, you know, I didn't do too much over that summer. Uh, one of my best friends from high school, he hits me up, he said he gains, uh, he gained a lot of weight over the summer, and he's like, I want to go to the gym, I know you're a big gym person, so he starts going with me, very consistent for, it was probably two, three months, um, and then he just kind of fell out of it, unfortunately. He, he was a huge music person, um, one of the most, the, one of the greatest guys I've ever met, 
um, but with it, you know, a band and a girlfriend and stuff, he just had other priorities. But uh, falling out with him, I had this other guy I worked with who got me into bo- into boxing, and mm-hmm. then you know I'm now I'm boxing, but as well as going to the gym. He wants to get big. He's I want to say three inches taller than me, um, but he was a he had a weird case of he used to be. Uh, big in high school uh, like a lot of fat and then he just lost it all and he became super skinny so he's a super skinny uh, guy who's 6'3 and then he keeps talking about how he wants to get big well you can't you know just get big from boxing that's going to get you cut and um, that's going to build up your stamina and endurance for sure but then being consistent with this guy for a year and a half um, we began just relying on each other quite a bit because we had we had worked together. We had uh, played video games together, and then lifted. But when it comes into partners, it's just it's not just having a partner, but you have to have the right partner. Uh, you have to have the partners for the motivation for it, not just oh I, I have to go to the gym. Uh, it's got to be I have to go to the gym, and I want to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I basically that's my safe space. That's where I can clear my head out of all the bad stuff that happened throughout the day. Um, it just I just lose it all when I'm in the gym but I can't work out by myself and I've done it with I've had many partners since joining into the Air Force I've had many people who have joined me into lifting but most have fallen out Um, because it's easy for me to go because for me the fitness is everything but that's not the case for Met most people I've met in the Air Force, so you have to have the right partner to go, because this dude we would have we'd be working at I'd work at twelve thirty, he'd work at twelve. We primarily had the same shifts. He'd be, hey, do you want to go to the gym at seven in the morning? No, no, of course I don't want to go to the gym at seven in the morning. <laughs> <Hell no. laughs> but I still told him, you know what? Yeah, fine, because it was him, because I knew if I was to go alone, uh, I probably wouldn't have the same uh, kind of workout because. I went with him. We both had the same motivation, which pushed each other. And I wouldn't say we were rivals, but it was at the same time, like, it, we can't be slacking. One of us can't be slacking. Mm-hmm. So we went to the gym together. And uh, that's just, that was one thing originally I was having a problem with when I joined was finding that kind of person to go to the gym with. Um, but I guess I have to be that kind of person to others. Um, for him, we were, we were exactly the same, exactly the same morals, uh, purely the same person. Um, but it all comes into play. You have to have the right person to go to the gym with. You can go with a normal friend of yours, but you know it depends like how much do they know about fitness, how much do you know about fitness. Are you guys just going in and doing a few workouts and, being, and just calling it a day? Uh, I feel oh, like, was that good? I feel like both you'll have to match each other's enthusiasm as well. Like, for you and I, for example, we love working out. And obviously, you've been doing it way longer than I have, so you are way more enthusiastic about it, but I still kind of want to match that enthusiasm. You know what I mean? Like, I actually want to go to the gym and, you know, work out. And when I work out by myself, I'm like, I get bored. Like, I like listening to music if I work out by myself, but I get, like, bored. Like, I don't, you know, get... uh, motivated enough I guess yeah like I can motivate myself but it just it only takes me so far um 
And if you do want to work out by yourself, like you prefer to do that, that's totally fine. But then you're going to have to rely on your discipline a lot more than your motivation. So it is easier to work out with somebody, but if you don't want to, your discipline level is going to have to be way higher than your, uh, than anything else. Um, otherwise, you're not going to get to the point you want to get to. But you, you can have a workout by yourself. You can listen to music or whatever. I personally don't listen to music. That's uh, <laughs> something I'll tackle later. It's kind of a, a old old school uh, bodybuilding kind of a mentality. But um, it, yeah, you ha- I, I say you have to have someone and you don't have to be like a 100, 100% just like uh, just grinding the whole time. I mean, technically you do, but you can have the people there to talk with. It makes the mm-hmm. workout... For me, working out, I love it. It's enjoyable. Um, I have fun with it, and that's why you know that's why I don't listen to music because you know uh, there's a there's a couple mentalities of people listen to music to get through their workout to make it easier. For me, I don't want to make my workout easier. It's called a workout. Um, so for me, music is just kind of cheating because now I'm not thinking about what I'm doing too well like yeah you're busting it out so physically you're doing it but it's also uh big mentally um you gotta you gotta think about the body parts that are are you're working out that are activating you gotta uh be focused i don't think you can fully be focused listening to music for some people yes uh i just can't i have to be uh, i just have to have my ears clear i'll listen to um music when i'm exercising because i hate exercising Mm. um but like you have to um but I use music to get through my exercise, but I'm not going to use music to get through my workout. Yes. Um, but it's nice to have someone there because now you can talk to them. You can talk to them uh, in between the sets while you guys are resting. Uh, you can still bust it out. Probably not the best idea to talk while you're doing the workout. Let the other people talk. Yeah, you are one to talk right now. <laughs> Dude, we no, still... I mean doing the workout as in like benching. Oh, okay. Like, try okay, not yeah, yeah. to talk when you're benching. Try not to talk. Like, sometimes I'll try to talk when I'm, like, doing anything yeah. with dumbbells. But then, you know, like, I start to go, like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I can't do this. Uh, I can't talk while I'm doing it. Um, I was about to say, because I remember we went to Planet Fitness, and you went to the bathroom for, like, 20 minutes, dude. And I look over there, you're sitting there talking to some random guy. I'm like, bro, we're trying to work out right now. What are oh, you doing? And that's something I'll tackle uh, at a point, too. Um but um yeah you can talk during your workout just like when you're actually when you're doing the workout though mm-hmm. it, it it makes it harder you might you I, know I can't put on talk a couple reps I can't talk while I'm in the middle of a rep because then I just sound like I'm constipated you know and that's, I I can't focus on what I'm actually saying or doing so I have to like do like my set or whatever and then actually like have a conversation with someone anytime I'm talking during actually doing the rep uh yeah it sounds like I'm grunting a little bit or and then usually like almost every time I do that, I'm like, oh, hold on, and then I just yeah. I pump I pump it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good to talk during your talk during your workout because it keeps you uh, keeps you in the gym, and now you're now you're staying in the gym uh, just because you just talk to someone and you're like, okay, well I'll go hit another thing. Yeah. Versus like if you're just by yourself, um, you're gonna hit a set amount of stuff and you're like, hey, you know what I'm I think I'm just gonna call it a day mm-hmm. having that partner to talk to now you guys are in the gym the experience partner yeah you can do another set or you can do more workouts um it, yeah it, it's depending on the person heavily mm. and but to tackle that whole like uh, I'll, I'll talk to some random people for quite a while um 
it's something I've noticed that so I like going to Planet Fitness. Yes, it's not the ideal place for I would say a bodybuilder or a power lifter or you know too much. They only have weights up to seventy five, uh, straight bar up to sixty. That's not enough for a lot of my workouts. I don't have real bench. I call it real bench because you need the stability. You can't have, you can't be benching on a Smith machine. That's just it's just purely dumb. And you can't be squatting on a Smith machine. You're not working every single thing. It's assisted and it, it's cheating. Yeah. You're just cheating yourself. There's a few things I can do on a Smith machine, but you're not not those prime workouts that you need. Those are like the building blocks of um, those are like the basics you need. You know, like bench, squat, deadlift, all that stuff. Um, but I've met a lot of people as well. I think I just have a better uh, environment in Planet Fitness, and I met quite a bit of civilians. Um, I don't meet that many, you know, military people in the military gym because, you know, they're not, you know, trying to talk to you too much. You know, they just keep to themselves or their group or whatnot. Well, I've met a lot of civilians who are just super nice and chill to talk to, and I got to hear their viewpoint on fitness. And um, I've met people who are, you know, like partners, and um, some of them have, you know, done some some workouts with me, not like the whole workout, but um, <clears throat> that keeps you in the gym too, you know, meeting people, now you're meeting other people with like maybe the same goals as you, maybe less, mm-hmm. maybe more, um, but I, I think it's a good social ground. Because sure. uh, yeah, you can meet anyone of like any background, any mentality, but... For me, it's it's best for meeting fitness people because uh, I'm a big, big fitness guy and now I can listen to them talk about this stuff and I get to talk about this stuff with them and we're in the gym while we do it. We shoot ideas off of each other. Right. That's what you can also do with a partner, a partner who knows this stuff. They can bounce ideas to you. You can say, oh, I've looked this up. I saw this. You can hear their opinion. Maybe they didn't even hear that before. Maybe you're teaching them as well. Dude, that, that reminds me of that freaking one guy that came up to us while we were working out. He's like, you're not doing this right. Let me show you how to do it. I'm like, bro. I think it was bullshit. Not only did he shit on one of our things, he shit on... Yeah, he he was crapping on, like, three of our workouts. I'm like, dude, who are you? I don't even know who you are. Why are you even over here? And I just thought the way he went about it was so bad. I mean, he he looked like he could have some size to his arms, but it, it wasn't cut. He was not cut at all. It was yeah. just big. Yeah, he was not lean or anything. No, he wasn't. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, man, what are you coming up to us mm-hmm. and saying this for? And, and what it was funny was when he was saying that stuff, he only told you and the guy we were with. He he didn't even look at me. Yeah. Um. But also at the same time, I decided like once he's like not looking at me, not talking to me about it. Um. I was like, you know, fuck it. I'll just uh. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Watch uh, your mouth. Sorry about that. Goodness. People. Um. I was just like, you know what whatever uh i'll just keep doing it and i'll still doing the workouts that he was saying wasn't good um and there's a reason why i'm doing it because it is good for you mm. you can't just go and say hey this is not good uh, <laughs> some people have been doing bad things in their workouts that uh honestly i think you need to look up every move you can't just do it you need to see like the benefits like when people will pull bars behind their head or like um, they'll like shoulder press, but instead of the bar being in front of their chest with real natural movement, mm-hmm. they'll have it behind their head. And 
that's going to destroy your shoulders. Yeah. Um, that's something you need to look that's, up. It's so uncomfortable, too, to like have it behind your head and do that. It hurts my shoulders to do it. it. It's an unnatural movement. Yeah. You're not doing that with anything. It's supposed to be in front of your chest. Also, I'm going to eat this cheese stick while you're talking. So that's all right. <laughs> um, and then there's other things like dips. You should be doing dips on mm-hmm. whether it be rings or... Um, or some sort of handles or pulls or something, not on the bench because, you know, that restricts the shoulders, it hurts after a while. It's just, you know, leading down a path of getting hurt. Um, But for me, I would say, like, I know most everything I'm doing. I would say at this point, I think I would have got hurt or injured or um, I would stop doing something if I noticed the effects on me. But no, it's had no negative effect on me. And pretty much no negative effect on anyone I've worked with. The only negative effect with them is I know the form, they don't. Mm-hmm. Or they went too high a weight, I know where I'm comfortable, um, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. But to to go up to someone and just completely just say, hey, what you're doing is not good for you. Yeah. And then I think he referenced just one person. Yeah. Uh, Athlean X. Yeah, I think that's what his name was. Let me you referenced one person. I think that's what his name was. Not even an article, not even a study. It was just, oh, this person says not to do this. I don't. I don't think he yeah. gave a good enough reason. Athlete X is what the YouTube name, YouTuber's name is. And he's a yeah, he's a great guy. Like I, I've watched uh, his stuff before, but I'm not gonna just rely on one person's opinion. Uh, you can't just be biased on listening to one. I mean, that's how my whole system is formed, is through talking to civilians, military members, all mm-hmm. the people I met in the gym. Is that guy at? Prior, yeah. <laughs> my cat's outside uh, the door, yeah. <laughs> prior to joining the Air Force. Right. Um, everything is just Keep experience talking based. Back. And, uh, I don't know, I just, not a big fan of the, uh, going up to someone I, I get if they're doing something like really bad but we weren't doing something really bad yeah we were doing actual legit workouts mm. what were you trying to get her in oh no 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 I'm gonna grab guy real quick you can keep talking and you can move on to our next topic it's about dieting fasting okay. something like that oh she went she's gone cat has disappeared one second okay sorry she yes. disappeared I tried to ask my wife through text to get her, but she's asleep still because she's lazy. But I love her. Okay, sorry about that. Anyways. So, dieting. Um, dieting, it, it also helps to have another person um, to help you with dieting, too, because dieting is super hard. Um, it's actually yeah. it's the hardest part about, like, for me, nothing is so easy, and especially just going in with a partner. But dieting is pretty much something you got to do by yourself. Uh, but if you can't... It, you can have someone to help you with it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the hardest thing mentally to do. Physically, working out uh, can be hard. It can be easy, whatever. But dieting is mentally super hard to do to keep it consistent. Yeah. I kind of want to piggyback on that and say, like, dude, how many times have I freaking heard someone say, I want to piggyback on top of that in a freaking commander's call <laughs> and then talking about some crap like that it's so annoying but no, we don't want to hear you piggyback yeah <laughs> I want to hear you right now just I don't want to hear you talk about what they're doing yeah like I already heard the topic don't talk about it again um, but anyways I wanted to kind of talk about uh, dieting trends and you're gonna just vape in the middle of me talking 
I did it quietly. Yeah, okay. Then why did I hear it? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to talk about freaking uh, diet trends. So everyone, just about everyone who doesn't live under a rock knows what intermittent fasting is. Because you've had it shoved down your throat through the media, YouTubers, anyone else that has some influence. Which I still do it sometimes. And the reason you have it shoved down your throat so much is because it works. It actually does work. It's not one of those things where people try to promote it and it doesn't do anything. Intermittent fasting actually helps a lot. Like I went on a 24-hour fast uh, like a week ago, two weeks ago. Yeah, it was two weeks ago. And <clears throat> this is something that Jocko Willink was also talking about. As you as you are noticing, I'll reference him a lot because I get a lot of inspiration from him. But um, he was talking about intermittent fasting and how... After such a long time of not eating, like for example, I did 24 hours, a 24 hour fast, and I didn't eat anything. I had water and I think a cup of coffee in the morning. Um, that's a huge thing, by the way. If you're fasting, drink a lot of water because then your body's gonna be like, What the hell's going on? Where's, why is there no food coming in me? Like, what's going on? Um, it also kind of subsides your hunger and your cravings a lot. Um, and it you, helps to lose weight. Yeah, it's, for sure, it does, absolutely. Um, like when you're fasting, it doesn't, you know, burn all the, uh, um, the fat and everything, or it doesn't store all the stuff that you're actually eating. It's storing, or it's burning off everything that's already in your body. Um, so you can drink like, you know, zero calorie drinks, uh, like a bang or, uh, you know, one of the white monsters, the zero calorie monsters, or, uh, one of the zero calorie Gatorades that I drink, which Jones here thinks they taste disgusting because of how salty they are, which in a way I do agree. But I still like the taste of it. Uh, I'm, the zero I'm, one? No, the Gatorade in general. See, I, I like the Gatorades. Um, it's just uh, when when people drink Gatorades, I don't I don't think you should drink a Gatorade unless you deserve it. Um, <laughs> it's like a, a treat. <laughs> yeah, it, the Gatorade is basically a treat because when you drink it, just focus on the taste, yeah. and it's, you'll you'll notice it's super salty. And, There's a lot of sugar in it too. Yeah, and but that's all stuff like supposed to re replenish everything you lost during your whether it be workout or exercising or if you did some sort of sports, uh, you deserved it in that sense because it's all it's going to do is just, you know, keep you um, keep you feeling good. It's going to give you everything you just lost. Right. Why, why are you drinking it if you if you didn't lose anything? Now you're just adding on top mm-hmm. uh, of you not doing anything, so you're going to gain weight. You're going to, you're not going to be healthy if you're doing that. That's something also that a lot of people do. Whenever they do workout, like they'll do just a regular, you know, workout like arms or legs or whatever, or uh, especially cardio. So with cardio, like people will go work out, do a run, jog, whatever, then come back and eat like two times the amount of calories they just burned because they think they deserve it. And I've, I'm going to say like right now, I've done that too. I've done that so many times. It's it's crazy. Like every time I worked out, I would stack on top more calories than I just burned. Like, say I burned 200, I wouldn't take 400. And that's so counterproductive. A lot of people will do that with, like, sweets and, like, fast food. And fat, I'm not going to say fast food is the enemy because I literally had freaking pizza twice this week. But um, it's, it's how much you intake based on how much you burned um, during your workout. So how, much do you, how many calories do you say we usually burn, like, during a, a workout? 
It's like for yesterday, how many do you think we burned? Uh, yesterday, we were pretty consistent on doing everything. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a lot of our workouts were uh, pool. Mm-hmm. So I got to say, it, it had to be a couple hundred. Yeah. It had to be. It, it could have like, been low. It could have been whatever. But it's only two and 400. Yeah, I would say between there because we, we stayed consistent the whole time. And yeah. uh, <clears throat> and it looked like we were going up in weights mm-hmm. too, uh, pretty drastically. So I would say we burned quite a bit. Yeah, so I um, annotate what I eat through the day with uh, my fitness pal. It's an app on the App Store. You can download it for free. Um, I personally have the pro version because I want to like add all my macros and whatnot. Um, but I put on there everything I ate that day, which I actually forgot to put the freaking monster that I drink in the morning. <laughs> but I'll put that in later. Um, but I put everything in, and it said I was like 100 over. But then I didn't put in the amount of calories I burned working out, you know. So I'm still at, or I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even meet my goal. I was like a couple hundred away from meeting the amount of goal or the amount of calories I had to intake that day. Yeah. And at the end of your day, there's a button that says complete diary and it'll actually give you like an estimate of how much weight, well, weight you've lost within the past or within the next uh, five weeks. Um, so again, fast food isn't, bad as long as you're not eating it every day obviously because then you're going to get really bad cholesterol um you know having it once twice a week is not a huge deal to me like i i'll have uh popeyes like on uh tuesday or whatever and then i'll have pizza on friday you know and i haven't gained much weight like my weight will fluctuate between like two and three pounds but it's not gonna go up tremendously you know what i mean and it's not it's not gonna screw up your uh, your diet either if you are on one yeah, and uh, I mean, dieting no matter what your body is, you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to set some sort of diet. Intermittent fasting, all that kind of stuff, that's not for me. That's mm-hmm. not for my body um, because I'm, I would practically say I'm mainly all muscle, but that's because that's all I've gained um, because for me it's hard to gain weight yeah. um, or else I stay skinny, I stay rather light. And I noticed that, like, when I slack on eating as much, I start to lose weight. Um, so I, I have to, you know, gain a lot of weight because I'm, I'm trying to, you know, do shows or whatever. I'm just also just trying to get big, but I have to keep maintaining it. So my diet is something I had to figure out myself. And just I had to look at every aspect of what is going to work for me. For me, it is high calories I like something mm-hmm. that's maybe a 4,000 uh, anything over 3,500 definitely because since I have to keep the weight I have to do that so I do anywhere from 35 to more uh, calories and um, really haven't calculated the carbs too much I really should get into that but when it comes to protein I do my own body weight and protein <coughs> and because that's something a bodybuilder would do and um protein is really great for you you shouldn't be doing that if if you already have a lot of weight on you you should definitely not be doing protein your own body weight so also be careful what you're eating that's sorry to interrupt but that's something i wanted to say as well um if you are having a cheat day like the whole week you're on a diet you know lean meats uh fresh uh, vegetables stuff like that if you are having a cheat day do not overeat on carbs or fat carbs okay, whatever, because you can burn those off. Fat, that just goes straight to your stomach. But when you overeat on protein and you still work out that day, even though it's a cheat day, 
it's going to go straight to your muscles. Like all of it is. Some of it might be stored as fat, but if you overeat on protein and you still are consisting, consistently working out, it's not going to store as fat. I've noticed that. I've, I've also done a, a little bit of research on it, um, like on the science of it and everything. But <clears throat> I've noticed like whenever I do, you know, get junk food or whatever, I try and get meat. I don't, you know, shove my face through it full of Doritos or whatever, or just eat freaking bucketed cheese, obviously. But yeah. whenever I do have like, uh, like I have, I'll have Taco Bell, which apparently is the healthiest fast food chain <laughs> in the country right now, which is very hard to believe. Um, but I, I always have meat with it. And I've noticed that my weight hasn't gone up that much because I'm consistent with my workouts. And whenever I do eat other meals, it's still somewhat healthy. You know what I mean? It's not like just crap going into my body. Yeah. So that that's a, a big thing is focus on proteins. Figure out your diet yeah. for you. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be someone else's. Just do your best to figure out what your body needs. <clears throat> I feel like it is, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like it is a good idea to be, like, inspired by other people's diets, or, like, use that as, like, hey, I might, you know, try that, see if it works for me. Um, it may it may work, may not work, <clears throat> but that's why I don't really like doing a lot of trendy diets, like vegetarianism, veganism, which, if you are either of those things, that's fine, whatever, that's your choice, but I tried being a vegetarian when I was, like, 16, let alone, a, let just letting you know it was to impress a girl. Um, <laughs> but it, it didn't work. But um, I tried it for like six months. And one day I was like, dude, I need to eat freaking chicken nuggets right now. Not the fake meat chicken nuggets. I need some real Tyson chicken nuggets right now. Yeah. And I just gave up. And I was like, I need them. I ate them. And I felt great. But I don't think, I didn't do it right. That's the thing. I didn't do it correctly. So... When I was a kid, I hated vegetables, and I st- still have a hard time get- eating some vegetables, aside from broccoli and asparagus, but um, I didn't do it correctly. Like, I would just eat, like, stuff that wasn't meat, but it wasn't really healthy either. Like, I'd eat, like, junk food and stuff, but it wasn't, like, any meat, um, and I hated the substitute meat foods, so for, like, six months, I just felt like crap. Like, I felt like I had no energy, no nutrition or anything. Um... So like I said, if you do, uh, if you are a vegetarian, as long as you're doing it correctly, you can still get the nutrients. You can still get the protein from vegetables and all, everything else you need. You just won't get as much of a uh, abundance of it if you're eating meat. You know what I mean? Because like in steak and chicken and all that stuff, there's a lot of protein in it compared to like you know uh, peanuts. Yeah. You know. But um. And then veganism, I'm not even going to touch that. I don't know how people are vegans. I have no clue how you can live without eating cheese. I'm, I'm like obsessed with pizza, so I have to have cheese. I cannot do that. So more, y'all, I've got respect for y'all. I don't know how you do it. Only for, like, only a little bit, to an extent, I can understand vegans and um, vegetarians. At the same time, no. Mm. But where I see they're coming from morally, um, but it's already happened. You're not going to be able to stop it just by yourself or you think oh you know maybe we gather in a group we'll be able to stop it you're not going to stop it these are huge companies it's just going to keep going and these products they're already out so if everyone decided to be a vegan or a vegetarian at the same time then 
look at all these products that are just wasted. Yeah. Uh, all, all this meat, the, the animal's life, I get it. You, you can't do anything personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not going to stop these. It's forever going to be like this because it's been like this. Excuse me. Ever since we were created. So, um, you, you just, you're not going to stop it. So, yeah. I, I get where you're coming from morally, but it's really good for you. I agree that there are a lot of big name companies um, that treat their animals like crap. Like, for example, like you were telling. Fairlife. Yeah, like Fairlife apparently abuses their cows and their calves and everything. And I've, I've, I actually have a freaking carton of it in my fridge right now, and it's awesome. It tastes amazing. But from what he's told me, they abuse the crap out of their animals. So I, I've been meaning to look up the video that he's talking about. And, I, uh, I still, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't you, even watch wouldn't. it. Because it's just absolutely terrible. I'm thinking, like, you've got this company, and you know, <clears throat> companies want to be the best. They want to be better than the other ones. Right. Not sell them. It's all, this world revolves around money. Um, but the mistreatment of their animals was just purely distasteful. I mean, it, even just the mistreatment of the calves and stuff like that, just picking them up throwing them over the fence into their area uh when you step over the fence to go and feed them or something they're stepping on them they're kicking them to get them out of their way um beating the crap out of them um just acting as if they were uh you know had no soul they were just a body that just moved around Mm -hmm. like they gave no consideration and the person went on undercover for a long long time got a lot of video footage um I don't know how, how the, the whole pre- stuff preceding them is going, but it was absolutely terrible. I just don't understand why you would do that. Uh, because <clears throat> if you just raise them to be healthy and better, you're going to get healthier and better products. Yeah. Um, but you're they abuse those animals so hard that it, they're going to have growth issues growing <clears throat> up. They're going, to, uh, uh, they're going to die. A lot of them are dying. Yeah. And um, now you're wasting money. Or you can just treat them like normal, they grow up like normal, and get the benefits. See, that doesn't make sense to me. Why would you beat the crap or abuse or neglect uh, something that gives you profit? You know what I mean? Like, those cows literally get them money because they're getting milk from them. So why would you, one, compromise the quality of the milk, and two, damage the asset that gets you the money? Yeah, you just wasted your money on that cow. That was your property. And a lot of them are dying. Yeah, I feel like the mistreatment. I feel like a lot of people are vegetarian and vegan for that reason. That a lot of companies do treat <clears throat> their animals like that. Like I was watching, uh, I don't remember what company it was, but someone went undercover to a um, a farm where they were mass producing like chickens and chicks and stuff. And I, just, I don't even want to go to detail, dude. Like it was gross. Like they would freaking just shred up freaking chickens, dude. Like it's disgusting. Yeah. And they would treat them like crap. They would be, like, all stuffed in one cage. And I hated it. But, like I said, a lot of people portray big name brand companies as that because a lot of the time it is true. But there are companies that treat their animals the way they should be. Like Purdue, for example. You ever heard of them? Yeah. Yeah. They are all farm-raised chickens. They're corn-fed or something-fed, grain-fed, whatever. And they don't put them in cages. They're all um, free-roam. Uh, chickens or cage-free chickens is what it's called and i've had their freaking frozen chicken before it's frozen chicken so obviously it's not gonna be entirely healthy but i've had it before and it's good like it actually tastes good you know it's not like 
oh, this is healthy, it tastes like crap. And I know it's, it's pretty decent. Um, I don't know how we got on the topic of vegetarians and vegans. Well, just of like, I, I get their, uh, I get why they're like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I, like I was saying, you you can't do anything to stop it. It's yeah. going to forever be like this. Unfortunately, I hate it too, but just don't think about it. Um, like I said, there's nothing you can do. So you might as well, you might as well treat them, um, Nothing you can just do as, like, an individual. You can do as much as you can, but are you solely going to be able to bring down this whole company? Honestly, I, I have to disagree with you on that because if you truly believe in something like that, like, I personally, I don't, you know, have uh, a, a huge motivation to go and take down, you know, Tyson or whatever or uh, whoever else or McDonald's because they, they freaking use the crap out of their animals. I think that was the... the the company, the video I watched, was that when they were like shredding up the chickens and crap. But um, if you like are motivated enough to you know make a difference about that, do it hundred <clears> percent. <throat> Even if you don't, you know, fix something tremendous, you still have to push yourself to you know be motivated to, uh, you know, make a change in some way or shape or form. So if you're a vegetarian and a vegan, just for that sole fact that you don't agree with, you know, the murder of neglect of animals like that, go for it. Um, this got really deep. Yeah just, <laughs> yeah, just don't think you can take down the company by themselves. All yeah, these obviously people don't exposed, think that. Yeah. Uh, and, or even just with some other people, they, they'll get exposed hard, but look at Fairlife. Yeah. Like, they're still going. They're yeah. still going good. Um, most people probably haven't even watched that video or even heard I all haven't. that stuff. So, and it, it's huge, it's out there, but guess what, they're, they're still going. So, yeah, you can make a difference in a lot of people's views, but the company's still, at the end of the day, going to still do the same things. Right. Um, maybe not in the future with, you know, their future leadership, but for right now, this is how it's going to go, which is absolutely terrible. So, I, I get why you guys aren't eating meat. Or using dairy products, but I'm still gonna use it because you know, out of respect of the animal. Uh, unfortunately, the way that they gave it to us sucks, but I'm still gonna do that animal the respect. Yes, yeah, it's, it's consume for, it naturally. It's for profit. It's for uh, profit. They mass produce. You know, McDonald's mass produces burgers like crazy, and yeah. uh, chicken nuggets and all that stuff. But it's to make money off of it because it's a fast food chain. They need food fast. You know. Oh, excuse me, but um, I always like take it back to like how we used to give out food. Like you would get it directly from the farm and take it to your market or store or whatever and sell it. There's no processing it. There's no putting anything in it. You know, it would be fresh cut meat <clears throat> that you could still see the freaking blood dripping off of it. And you can go home, cook it, season it, whatever, and you know you'd be good to go. Um. But back to we got way off track. But back to the the dieting and fasting thing. If you have a certain diet, just make sure it's set it's suitable for you, like physically. Because when I was a vegetarian, obviously I didn't do it correctly. But whenever I was eating vegetables, still I felt very drained. Like my body was not uh, reacting well to not having meat. So that's just that's just how I feel. Uh, you know, physically, maybe I need to try it again, you know, just kind of do it properly, you know, get the proper uh, nutrients just through vegetables and um, 
other healthy supplements, but um, um, good for you for having you know that mentality. Dude, sucks. Vegans, <laughs> it sucked and, the whole time. Uh, like if you can keep that going, like vegans and vegetarians, cool, mm-hmm. good on you. Uh, eat whatever the hell you want. I don't care. But um, as long as you stay consistent and it's working for you, and you know it keeps your viewpoints on whatever it is that made you that, you know, fantastic for you. Uh, as long as you're benefiting it, benefiting from it. Yeah, physically and mentally. Um, so another thing that I think plays into, uh, you know, your health in general, and I think would benefit me a lot is I hate cardio. I hate running. I hate jogging. Walking not too bad. It's not too bad. Like I, I take walks with my wife every now and then. Um, it's, it's very relaxing. I like taking walks, but something that you can do to improve your cardio, but still be distracted and have fun is sports. Sports, I think, is a huge, 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 huge thing when it comes to um, improving your physical skills. Um, I, I always reference, you know, swimmers. Swimmers have a very low risk of injury unless you just straight up don't know how to swim and you drown, which God forbid. But obviously, if you don't know how to swim, learn how to swim. Yeah. Um, but anyways, if you're swimming, you have a very low risk of injury. Like you can't pull a muscle. You can't pull a muscle, but that's if you don't stretch. It's just hard. It's harder. Yeah, it, it really is. But you can't, you know, get shin splints. You can't tear an ATL. You can't get a freaking concussion, and you can't break any bones while swimming. You know, it's a very safe sport, but it's also very high intensity because you have to. Yeah, you literally have to be a certain weight in order to be fast enough. I mean, obviously that applies for everything else, but. If you are my weight, for example, I'm 180, 181, and I'm a bigger guy, it's going to be harder to swim, that it'd be fast while swimming. But at the same time, you're building up those muscles, so after a while, your weight doesn't really matter. As long as your muscles are strong enough, you can pull yourself through the water faster and faster and faster. But I always reference, like, Michael Phelps. Have you seen how freaking skinny that dude is? He eats whatever he wants. And he freaking smokes weed too. He does whatever he wants, man. But he's in great shape, and he's like he's like a freaking toothpick. But it's because of his the sport he does. Like every single swimmer is cut and lean. Obviously, they're not big, you know. They're they're not weightlifters, but they're in great shape. They're in good health, um, and you know that, that applies for any other sport, like football, basketball, whatever. But I've always like kind of reference swimming because that's such a really really good sport because it works on every single muscle in your body at least all the uh, the main muscle groups anyways um but sports is a huge thing if you want to lose weight fast and have fun and get good at sports then play sports now, even if it's not professionally or in uh you know your high school team or whatever just do it like go go get some friends or you know go join some random group that plays soccer or basketball or whatever and just start doing that you know get better at it practice at home and it's a to a certain point you won't even have to work out as much like if you put a workout on top of doing sports you're gonna get really good results fast um like when when we're uh, gonna go play racquetball today or whatever it is um i you know we're gonna go play soccer right afterwards so it's not really a workout but it's still you know, you're implementing some kind of exercise with a sport on top of that. Yeah. And it's not, 
uh, sports aren't just uh, for physical physical like sense it's a uh, good mentally as well for sure and this goes and I've really learned this in um, I would say I probably wouldn't have learned this as fast if I wasn't in the military but um, so I organized PT for our job and like like we've mentioned most everyone in our job is not a fitness person they don't like it when we have to do our flight PT on Fridays they most of them are complaining mm-hmm. um, especially if it's a workout I'm gonna get lots of um, ne- negativity towards it, but there's even people that have su- game. There are people that have like su- literally suggested that we do a workout, or that everyone in the flight does a workout. And it's some some of it's like the same people who complain about yeah. it being a workout. I'm just like I'm giving you what you want. Like, why, why do you, you want a workout? A game is so much easier and way more fun. But I noticed like these people will complain about uh, games, but uh, for example. We did soccer for the first time ever since I started doing PT, um, ever since I started being uh, uh, in charge of it, um, which not in, in charge of it as in like I get to choose what we do. I usually choose it because no one steps up or has any suggestions. So right. we do soccer for the first time ever since I've been to the base, which was June. And that was one person doing um, all the PT stuff, I think, one, maybe two months prior to me actually them giving it to me because they're higher rank and they're like it doesn't matter for me anymore um so everyone's like oh you know i've never played soccer uh, or this isn't fun or i'm not gonna have a good time with it well people started to have a good time they actually started to try um a lot of people said they weren't going to uh try try too much a lot of people didn't but then they still had fun um we had a couple guys who made some goals who mm-hmm. weren't trying too hard in the game, but they still made it. Guess what that did? That made them like, that hyped them up. They were super happy that they did that, which they never would have done if we didn't do that game. Mm-hmm. And it all comes into working with the team. Having playing sports is so much fun because of who you're doing it with, um, especially if they're supportive and positive. Mm-hmm. Um, soccer, you have your team. Uh, you're having a good time. You're talking to people. Um, you're just getting in the motion, and <clears throat> these are all people you know. Maybe you don't don't know. It doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're doing it with other people, it's the same thing as a workout with um, someone, yeah. uh, and not by yourself. It's, it's so much better. You actually have a good time, and most people at the end, like even we've had lots of flight PTs where it's gone beyond the uh, the hour mark, and um, people are still playing and it's fun I mean we had one day we played volleyball I suck at volleyball Same. and a lot of people did but we still played beyond the hour mark yeah. and there was people like waiting on the side who wanted the court but guess what you didn't request a court mm-hmm. we did we used up our time but now we're still on it unless you requested a court we'll give it to you but yeah. you didn't so kind of just go away yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah no people have people don't want to do it but then when they see everyone else doing it and they see other people having fun and then you just start to forget everything yeah. you're only thinking about the game you're only thinking about the people that you know that are there or uh, you're having such a good time mentally that honestly you forget about what you're going to do afterwards yeah. you forget about what you did prior to the day it's only that it's only the sport that you're doing and mm-hmm. it's great you're having a great time with these people talking about it talking about other things and you just it's almost like losing a sense of reality that you're 
your whole day prior and after is not even a thought process for most. Uh, maybe not even for most, but you're just focused on the game. And you're just having a great time. Right. It's just a great escape for everything. It's great physically, but mentally, it, I think it's just going to build you up. Yeah, build, like, it boosts your confidence like crazy. Confidence, yeah. relationships with people. Um, it also teaches It also teaches uh, teamwork yeah, quite a bit. Like, you crazy. need that. Yeah, and I think um, the best thing for you know getting into a sport or practicing <laughs> getting better at it is to work with someone who's obviously really experienced in it. Like I'm going to call out Sergeant, Sergeant Tribuno right now and say he is a God at soccer. Yeah. Like he is crazy good at soccer. And if I ever wanted to like actually get into doing the sport, uh, regularly, I would go to him 100%. Like he's insane with soccer. I mean, yeah, that's who I go to and he, he's really great at teaching it. Yeah. He's amazing at soccer. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could, he definitely made it somewhere. It's just, um, unfortunately someone clipped his knee and mm-hmm. really, really injured him too. That really sucks. Yeah. While, that was a while ago to where it affects him now, but he still goes and plays. Yeah. He'll still tries all. I mean, when he played in that game with us, I didn't even go near him. I'm mm-hmm. not <laughs> messing with him. Yeah. Uh, he was on my team. I'm like, thank you, Lord. I <laughs> did yeah. not want to go against him. I wasn't on his team, and I was like, that's ridiculous. And then yeah. some random guy started playing with us. Cool. I, I he was good, that. too. Yeah, he was amazing. Yeah. And they were both on the same team. That's That sucks. They probably could have beat all of us just with those two. Yeah, they only needed those two. Mm-hmm. For me, uh, I, I kept my speed to keep the ball inside, and you know, I was trying, but I wasn't like... Uh, I wasn't going too, too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I was going too, too hard, I would have just gassed myself out. I'm yeah. not amazing at soccer. I'm just okay. Um, I, I tried to avoid the ball the whole time because I suck at soccer, dude. Only when it was at San Trevino and the other dude, I avoided the ball. Yeah, and, no. I, and I'm not touching it if they have it. Uh, we had some other tryhards um, uh, yeah, we sure on the team. <laughs> and they, uh, they were doing pretty well. Um, and they were like really active, which is great for them. I knew like when you're in that kind of... like mode you're trying hard again you're not thinking about anything else you probably might have some problems at home or family or something like that to escape yeah play sports and i think it's really going to help you you're not a fitness person cool i don't care do this for yourself what was what was that one movie you had uh it was about the the big freaking football player it was based on a true story. It had Sandra Bullock in it. Oh, yeah, The Blind Side. Blind Side. Yeah, dude, that is a perfect example of how sports can basically change your life. Yeah. Like, it's su- it was such a distraction from him or for him. He was, you know, adopted by this family, this really rich family, and the uh, the dad was, like, a football coach or something, wasn't he? I believe he yeah, was. Yeah, he was, I think or, he was a football coach. No, he, he had, it wasn't he had, the woman. Uh, it wasn't the mom. Yeah, it wasn't the mom. I think... I know she showed up. To no, no, no. So I think they were both just involved in football so much, but the, the coach was like a douche. And, you know, he, the, the kid, I forget his name, the, the big guy. Um, he... Michael. Michael, that's his name. Yeah. My, Michael was so, you know, dedicated to the sport that... Do you want to know? I'm double check. Yeah, I think it was Michael. Um... But he was so dedicated to the sport that he didn't let anything face him. He didn't let any, you know, adversity get to him. Yeah. And he said, like, in the movie, like, he literally never had a bedroom or a bed. Um, and it's it's pretty, it's a really great movie. If you haven't seen it, where have you been for the past 10 years, first of all? Um, but if you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. Look it up on, online. I don't even know if it's, on, if it's on Netflix or whatever, but you can you can find it somewhere. Um 
but yeah, basically, if you are dealing with, you know, d uh, depression, anxiety, whatever it is, sports is a huge outlet. Otherwise, I'll, I mean, I'll, obviously, there's other outlets as well. Like I use music, for example. I, I make music and I listen to it like crazy. Um, but if you are, you know, into sports, if you're like watching football, basketball, whatever, you know, do that. That's a huge escape from anything in your life. You know, even if it is temporarily, it helps like tremendously. So, I would say we knocked out the mental strain, mental working, and depression. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We can probably touch more on the mental strength as well. But, um, sorry, I have like a whole list of like uh, stuff that we're talking about. Um, so, <clears throat> when it comes to just working out in general or doing some kind of exercise, personally, I prefer, you know, doing a sport or going to a gym and then there's you know especially with the whole quarantine thing going on with the coronavirus um you know a lot of people do workouts at home they have their own home gym um jones however cannot stay in home gyms to an extent i'm guessing is what he was telling me from yesterday um which uh, to, to a uh, degree i agree with him um you know obviously if you have a pull-up bar at home or uh, a bench, which I actually have a weight bench at the in my backyard, uh, my back patio, <clears throat> which I use every now and then. But I don't get that same. What's the word? It's like, I don't get that same like inspiration, I guess, yeah. or motivation to you know, or discipline. Even though, even then, um, I don't get that same amount of discipline to work out, like workout, workout. But when I'm at a gym, the the whole environment is, you know, uh, more. What's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of it. It, it pushes you more when you're in an actual gym. So you, you actually feel motivated to be in the gym. Um, but, you know, home workouts are good, especially if you're stuck in your home, um, unless you're an essential worker like we are. <laughs> we, we still go to work like every other week. But um, uh, if, if you can't go anywhere, if you're, you know, you're not working, just, you know, do homework. You don't even have to have weights. You know, literally you can pick anything. Go to the, uh, the store and, you know, get two gallon jugs of water and just use those as weights. You know, it, I've, I've noticed a lot of people use those now. Yeah. Um, but even then you can do calisthenics. You can, you know, you're, you're going to have to be creative. You have to come up with something that will work. And there are plenty of, you know, um, uh, tools and uh, anything online that you can look up to you know, do some kind of workout, even if you're not getting the same amount of pump, as you call it, yeah. at, at the gym, uh, you're still getting some kind of, you know, workout and you're still getting results. Um, but I do agree with you when you say that the gym is far more effective and more um, motivating, for yeah. sure. It's definitely physically effective and mentally, but um, uh, the way I got stuck on my view for home gyms is... <clears throat> Your home is, you know, your place away from work. It's a place away from the outside world, uh, a lot of all that crap. Um, a gym is a gym. What do you do there? You work out. Pretty much strictly that, almost. Um, but if you want to work out, if you want to get, you know, the best results, the uh, depending on what your goals are, of course, mm -hmm. um, you work out at a gym at home it's a uh, just a lot harder to do that um especially when this whole virus stuff happened i i know most people 
um, don't have the option to go anywhere. We do because we have a gym on base. Um, which was closed for two weeks, by the way, which, which was sucked. Ridiculous. So even doing outside workouts, like you can still do it, um, but it was just harder. But uh, a gym, it's a lot easier to get into um, fitness because that's all that's around you. At home, there's so many distractions. Uh, maybe you've got a good enough mindset of not getting distracted by anything good for you um for me i know i personally wouldn't be able to do it because i've got i've got everything around i've got all my food i've got um my game systems uh whatever i've got everything around me that could just distract me got my xbox or just my phone um even a phone is a big thing when it comes to gym um you got to be careful on how much you're on there but especially when you're home like, you can be on your phone because guess what? You don't have to drive anywhere. You get to, like, when you finish your workout, all you have to do is just go into the next room. And now you can continue whatever you were doing prior or whatever you <coughs> have to do. Um, but the gym is like, okay, I have to get a workout in, and I've got to bust it out, and then I'm going to drive home. Yeah. But you're already home, so your workout might not be as long. It's not going to be as effective um, depending on what you're doing. You can make it as effective, but that's on you. So home gym, effective, yes. All right. So, uh, wow. Okay, we, we uh, got interrupted by my computer crashing, and we tried to record this part like three times, I think. Uh, so I just ended up updating my computer and restarting it. So hopefully it'll work. Um, if not, then you know we'll just keep trying. But um, anyways, we were, uh, I think we the original part, we left off at home gym versus actual gym, which um, basically just, it's your preference. If you want to do a home, home workout, that's fine. You have plenty of opportunities to do uh, calisthenics. And, you know, you probably won't get the same results or effectiveness as working out at a real gym, but especially during the quarantine going on right now, um, you know, you don't really have much of an option. Um, But if you do have access to an actual gym, please do go for it. We have one here on base that's open, uh, thankfully. It's closed for two freaking weeks, and um, now we're back. It's open again, so thankfully we don't have to worry about that, but... Um, so other than that, the, something that goes hand in hand with that is comparing yourself to others, um, when you're actually working out at the gym and I've always, I've had an issue with that for a while. It's not as bad now, but, um, you know, I compare myself to, to Jones sometimes. And then I compare myself to other guys that are with lifting weight. That's like 10 times heavier than, you know, anything I could ever lift. Um, which that's not a healthy, healthy thing to do. You end up degrading yourself and, you know, discouraging yourself to the point where you don't even want to work out anymore. Um, but yeah, so we've, we've talked about this topic like three times, so I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and move on. Uh, so same thing with, you know, comparing yourself to others and, you know, kind of degrading your mental health and your mental state is whenever you work out just in general, it improves your mental strength, like your confidence and your mental health, like 
a crazy amount. Like when we were talking about sports, it's the same thing with that. If you're, you know, applying yourself and you're, uh, you know, actually working out, it, it helps with your confidence, it helps your ego, and it's a really good, you know, therapeutic thing. Like, you know, you, you say that you always go to the gym because it's your escape. Yeah. You know, it's like your safe space. Um, it's the same thing for me. Like, before I, I joined the Air Force, I didn't work out at all. And uh, even in tech school, I kind of struggled with exercise. But these past, you know, two months, I've been working out a lot with them, and my confidence is higher than it's ever been. Um, and if you are dealing with, you know, depression, anxiety, all that stuff, uh, exercise helps a lot. You know? And, I, and I, I, I totally understand that it takes a lot to... You know, go work out, let alone, you know, get out of bed in the morning sometimes. You know, I've, I've, know, I've known people that have dealt with depression and, uh, you know, they've, you know, thought, thoughts of suicide and all that stuff. It's, that, it's such, it's such a huge help to, you know, apply yourself into exercise, into sports, um, and everything like that. Um, and, you know, it, obviously if you have the choice to, you know, commit suicide or you know sit there and just mope in your depression obviously I, I would strongly suggest doing something with exercise you know go work out at the gym you know do freaking just do a home workout um, you know do calisthenics anything like that um, and you'll see your confidence boost you'll see your mental health go through through the roof and it's it's a very very you know uh, powerful thing I, I've noticed you know, like even when, you know, uh, we were working out with the guy that uh, failed the, the PT test, he had a really different attitude. I mean, I, I, might, I might have been the only one that saw that, but he had such a different attitude. He was more, a little more outgoing, a little more positive, And he, you know, he was working out with us, so he wasn't just like kind of, you know, half-assing it or anything. Um, but you, you say that, like, you know, you go to the gym because... You know, it keeps you from the thoughts in your head or whatever, you know. Obviously, I mean, I know what you mean, like, you're stressed, you know. You get anxiety sometimes. I get anxiety as well. Everyone does. But um, whenever I'm working out, I feel amazing, you know, especially after the pre-workout kicks in. Yeah. You know, uh, your adrenaline's going. You get the caffeine in your system. But um, in all seriousness, it does help a lot. It's a very uh, strong tool to use if you want to boost your mental health. Um, and you know, it, it's definitely shown a lot of, uh, positive impacts on people I've, I've seen or I've known before, you know, um, but yeah, just, I, I don't, I don't want to come off as like, oh, you're depressed, just go work out. Like, I, I, that's not at all what I'm saying. Like, if you are depressed, I completely get the fact that it is so hard to even go leave the house. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a hole that you're in. You're trapped in it, a hundred percent. But you have to boost yourself. That the motivation thing I was talking about, it is a temporary thing. And you have to you know rely on discipline more than anything. But in that certain situation, a boost of motivation could save you. You know what I mean? Um, if you motivate yourself enough to actually go work out, you know, go for a run, go for a jog, whatever, go to the gym. You, you could get into this routine and this habit of, you know, going to the gym and working out, and it helps amazingly. You know, you save yourself and you save your mental health a lot. 
So, uh, and that kind of plays into mental strength as well. Uh, it it's really good to have that mental strength. I know a lot of people are you know mentally stronger than others, but you can always build it up. It's your your brain's basically a muscle. You know, it if you work it out, you know, learn new things, uh, you know, get yourself through really hard situations, you become stronger, you know, and it's the same thing with working out, like, when I first started working out, my mental strength wasn't as good as it is now, and, you know, after, like, a few reps, I'd be like, oh, this hurts, I'm tired, I'm gonna stop, and then, you know, just kind of not do the full exercise, but now, whenever I started actually pushing myself and, you know, kind of, uh, motivating myself and I'm instilling that discipline I can now push myself further than I would assume I can go you know like you you implement something that's like how many more reps do you think you can do and I give you a number you're like okay I'll do two more than that or five more than that or whatever um, that's actually helped a lot like whenever I do get to that number get to that number and I push myself to do two or three more reps I feel amazing afterwards. Yeah. Because it's like I beat my own expectations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's the same thing with the, the, the guy we work out with. He, a lot of the time I'll see him kind of struggle a little bit. But we're both like pushing him. You know? We're pushing him like, hey, just do one more. Or keep pushing, keep pushing, keep tearing those muscles. And he does. He, he you know, he pushes himself. And he's, you know, he sees gets the results that he is, you know, going after. Um, where did you learn that, by the way? Like the whole, how many reps do you think you can do? Or is that something you just came up with? What do you mean? So, oh, so that's, um, so <clears throat> what he's talking about is every time I work out with someone, I already know what I'm going to do. I already know uh, how to do it all, what weight I'm going to use, what reps and sets. Uh, basically, if we do something as simple as uh, if you're just starting out with someone and you do eight reps, um, they need they need to figure out what weight they're going to use. This is all pretty much unfamiliar with them. And um, so they need, you need to get them familiar. Uh, like I, I basically have to teach it myself um, and I found out where I'm supposed to be, what weight I use, uh, what's comfortable for me, uh, what I should be challenging myself with. But for people who get into it, they need that, uh, they need the knowledge of how to, how to get into it. So you do four sets of eight, cool. You start it, you don't know what weight to use. What do you do on curls? You grab 15, how many more can you have done? If you're like, eh, I could have did maybe six, maybe eight, well, that's definitely way too light. It'll come into bench too. Uh, everyone benches different. It Reps and sets, whatever. I like three sets of 10. Some people like a five by five, four sets of eight, 10, eight, six, five, whatever. Um, so, like, with my, I guess I won't do it with three sets of ten, because that's a little difficult to talk about. Um, let's say four sets of, let's say ten, eight, five, six, no, ten, eight, five, two. Uh, ten should obviously be the easier uh, one, that's almost like a warm-up. Eight, how many more can you have done at eight? Mm, six, five more, that means the weight was too light, because the weight should be challenging you, unless you're cutting, then that's a whole different story. Um, but we're trying to gain muscle. We're trying to get big. Mm -hmm. So you can do six more reps than the eight you did. Well, that means you just did way too light of weight. Um, because doing six more, that means like that eight wasn't challenging. It wasn't challenging enough. You should be challenging yourself every single rep and set. Uh, set. 
and um, now you're doing a five. Uh, so drastically increase the weight. Could you have done maybe two more? Cool, now you're getting close to where you should be. Um, you could have did two more. Great, well you still have another set after that. But um, what it helps with is, yeah, you might not have gone at the weight you should have that first time, but next time we do it, now you know what you're supposed to be at. Last time you did, I don't know, let's just say 115 for eight, but you could have did six more reps, cool, too light, now you gotta up it. Maybe mm -hmm. instead of 115 for eight, do 125, or maybe up it, maybe lower it a little bit, whatever. Um, it's, a good, it's a good system to test out newer people, because um, they need to, like I said, they need to figure out where they're at, and when they, get, uh, what's it, when they get used to uh, figuring out that, they'll be able to do it for themselves later. Like I still, oh, see, I still do uh, that for myself. I'll do three sets of 10. And I'm like, that's why you'll see me like bust it out more than that, 12, 13. And then sometimes it kind of pisses me off because I'm like, fuck, that's not the weight I should have been doing. Watch your mouth, um, Jones. Hey, this Goodness. is a man. Uh, <laughs> this is a manly podcast. So um, we should be, uh, I should know where I'm at, but... Um, I did really well, but I still could have done three more. Yeah. But I'm supposed to be struggling to get to 10. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I struggled, but three more on top of that, that's like, that doesn't cut it. Right. For me, like, you're supposed to you're supposed to get a good struggle to get to eight. But then again, that's just, you know, if you really want to gain a lot of muscle, if you want to tear it, if you're cutting, that's just, like I said, a, a different story. Right. But... Yeah, I mean, and what you said about, like, uh, if you didn't do, or if you did this much, you know, this time, make sure you do even more next time. And that's a, a good example of how to build up your mental strength as far as working out. You, you know, you don't, you don't think you're able to do this much, but you were. And that's fine. You know, that's, that's okay that you don't think that yet. But the next time you do it, you need to push yourself to at least do the minimum amount of, you know, extra reps, you know, like, like you said, you do six, next time do eight or nine. If you only do seven, just keep slowly building it up so you get to that point where you know how many reps you can do, like, for sure. And then once you get to that point, keep pushing yourself to do more reps. And then when you just physically cannot lift that weight anymore, then, you know, allow yourself to give, you know, as long as you're tearing those muscles, as long as you're pushing yourself mentally and physically, you're going to get really good results. You're going to you know, boost your confidence, boost your physique. Um, and yeah, mental strength is a huge, huge, huge part of just working out and just life. I mean, if you have, you know, a lot of mental strength, you can get through a lot of stuff in life. Yeah. Yeah. Like mine was crap when I was a teenager and, you know, being in the military now is obviously, you know, improved it quite a bit. You know, after getting, you know, chewed out by five MTLs, in tech school at once while I'm just standing there just like you know crapping myself it's it, it definitely you know it's like a come to Jesus moment where you're like dude life is hard you know like this is gonna be a wild ride depending on what they're really shitting on you for was that in the schoolhouse? yeah it was in the schoolhouse so was mine but it's yeah. also at the same time they take things a little too seriously over there they did well, which, which shows me it showed me like don't take things so seriously. I, right. I get what you're complaining about, but like, I think I think you need to relax. I think you're taking this a little too yeah. too far. 
Well, what what happened was I gave uh, one of my classmates a wet willy, you know, just screwing around, being immature, whatever. I get that's immature. You know, I, I realize that now. I probably shouldn't have done it in hindsight. But he apparently was going through some stuff, like personal stuff with his wife or whatever. And, um, you know, he did not appreciate that, like, at all. Like, he was livid. And I went and told him in TL, and they pulled me into the, the office, and there were, like, five of them standing in there, and they all of them just, like, chewed me out one at a time. And I was like, whoa, holy crap, dude. And I realized something, you know, that minuscule would get me in this much trouble. But at, now I understand, like, that's not something that anyone should be doing, you know? Yeah, but at the same time, like, it sucks that, you know, like, <clears throat> he wasn't strong enough to take that situation in by himself. He yeah, had, exactly. He, he so had the, to go take higher ups who are already in a position mm-hmm. that take things uh, a little too seriously. I think tech school, uh, it's got a lot of ridiculousness mm-hmm. in it. Especially uh, Shepard. Yes. Oh my God. I <laughs> go on that topic. I can go all day about how ridiculous tech school is. Uh, I understand why they take it so seriously in basic training, but mm-hmm. tech school was that's a different story. Um, but yeah, I get it. He he's going through things with his wife. Sure, I mean, a lot of people do. Right. Um, but why can't he just handle it himself? Like that just shows like there's not a lot a lot of mental strength in what he did because mm-hmm. um, he had to go get these people who, like I said, are already taking things too seriously. So that that's just I think he kind of screwed you over in that he could have just you know had a one on one with you. Yeah, so I agree with that one hundred percent. But at the same time, like at the time it happened, when I got in trouble. I was thinking that way, but after my buddy told me what was going on with him, I was like, okay, that makes more sense. Because, you know, when you're going through personal stuff, like with your family or whatever it is, your mental strength isn't going to be as, you know, uh, top-notch as it usually is, you know. Um, You're going to be more depressed, or not depressed, but like, you know, down, sad, whatever. And you're going to be mentally weaker. You know, that's a natural thing. That's just how humans work. You know, they're more focused on uh, the stuff that's going on with them than, you know, thinking logically. So in, in the moment, I kind of was pissed off. But at, after I heard that, I was like, okay, it makes more sense. He's going through a lot of stuff. Um, and I think I, I can't remember. I had actually ended up coming up to him and apologizing. Um, and, you know, he, he accepted it. But no, I, I, I wouldn't have because um, I, I don't think there's any reason to apologize. I mean, th- there is, and I, I see why you would have, but for me, I wouldn't because if, if you've got to be a baby, we're like, yeah, yeah, I get it. You're going through some stuff, but mm-hmm. how does it help you to go get someone else in trouble? Just, well, why just ruin that relationship? Mm-hmm. If it was with me and someone did that, I'm not, I just lost respect for you. I'm not going to talk, I'm not going to be talking to you like I was before. I'm not going to be hanging out with you because you couldn't deal with this yourself. You, uh, well, how did it benefit you to get me chewed out? So that's, that's the thing though. People. That's the thing though, like, I get where you're coming from, but whenever someone's, you know, mental state is very weak. You know, because of something that's going on, like there's a death in the family, or you're having issues with your wife in his case. Um, your way of thinking is so altered that it seems natural to you, even though that's not how you usually act. You know what I mean? 
Like, you start acting like this other person that people have never seen before. And I've seen it, I've seen this countless times. Um, you know, I've, I've even, you know, dealt with stuff like that whenever I was going through crap in, like, high school or whatever. And I would start acting different, you know? And, so, you know, going through that, I can sympathize for him. It's yeah. like, I don't know what his issue is. I honestly don't care. Not like, oh, I don't care what your problem is. Like, I'm, I'm not worried about what the exact issue is. I understand you're going through a lot. I, you know, I sympathize for you. If you're going through a death in the family like I did recently, um, you're, you're going to act different. You're going to, you know, treat people differently. Not necessarily bad, but your whole demeanor, your personality is going to kind of alter in a way. Um and you, that's that's another reason for for exercise just in general cuz when you're going through de- like depression, anxiety, uh you know, a melancholy state, exercise kind of pulls you out of that. It pulls me out of it anyways if I'm, you know, sad one day for some reason. Um you know, it, it's a huge mental booster cuz one your chemicals in your blood are going through your brain because of all the adrenaline going on and then just the fact that you're able to like, you know, physically exert your body and lift a certain amount of weight that you've been wanting to reach for a long time, excuse me, that you've been wanting to reach for a long time, it boosts your confidence and it helps you through whatever situation that is. Hmm. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think that's, that was the last of our topic. Yeah. So, uh, overall... So actually, we'll, we'll summarize a little bit. So we talked about fitness standards and the PT test and all that stuff. Ow. Just hit my freaking ankle. Um, if you're going to you know, join the military, then please, please, please prepare yourself physically and mentally for what you're going to have to face when you go through basic training and tech school. Uh, because otherwise, you're not going to get through. If, if you do, then... I have a feeling it's going to be just barely passing. Um, you know, so I, I really just suggest that people, you know, work out before you go to the, uh, into basic training. Um, it's, that's a, it's a huge, huge, uh, you know, thing that you should do. Yeah. The military is not for everyone. And for sure. I've definitely seen that in a lot of senses. Um, yeah, it's not a hundred percent not for everyone. Right. Um, there's a lot of people that are in the Air Force, and I'm like, I don't think this is good for you. Right. Um, well, I'm sure they thought that at the time, too. Well, they thought the opposite at the time, and now they think the same thing. It's like, oh, well, I thought I would enjoy this, and now I don't. Which, that's totally understandable. But I don't think you should use that as an excuse to, you know, not try yeah. with your PT test or your, you know, physical fitness. Um, and then we talked about, you know, uh, motivation versus discipline, having a workout partner and dieting and stuff like that. Um, motivation, like I said, is a temporary thing, but it can get you out of a rut. It can help a lot. You know, you have to be able to motivate yourself to an extent. You have to be able to get motivation from something or someone else. Um, and then once you get to that point where you're motivated to do something, you have to have the discipline to continue it, to keep it consistent. And you, even though you don't want to, you know you have to, and you have to remember that reason why you started doing it. And not just with working out, just with anything in life. Um, it, it helps a lot. And workout partners are a huge help with that. 
um, for me personally, especially. Uh, dieting and fasting. Dying is, dieting is like a preference, I guess. You know, not everyone has to do it. I mean, there's people that, I've seen people with metabolisms that are so freaking high that they could eat fast food every day and not gain more than five pounds. And I'm like, how in the world does that happen? Um, but it's just a genetic thing, I guess, you know, yeah. it's just based on the person. So dieting is something that I think everyone should try. Like every diet that you can think of, at least try one or two of them, you know, just tr- kind of dabble in it a little bit and see if it works for you. If it doesn't, you know, you know, move on. If you're try if you're that desperate to lose weight or, you know, gain muscle or in your case, gain weight and muscle, then, you know, try something like, like that. Um, same thing with fasting. Like I wanted to try it and then it took me a while to kind of get used to doing it. Like, at first I tried it and I didn't like it, stopped for a while and started it up again. And you know, um, now I just do it every once in a while. Uh, sports and you know, specifically swimming. That's a huge motivational booster. It helps with your mental health, physical health, you know, all that stuff. Um, home gym versus actual gym. That's a preference as well. Um, and then when you are at the actual gym, comparing yourself to others is something that everybody needs to work on, especially me. Uh, so you can focus on what your goals are, not what someone else's goals are, not what someone else is doing, how much weight someone else is lifting. Um, you know, uh, just, just focus on you. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Uh, same thing goes in with like working out and depression. You know, it, it helps with your mental boost and all that stuff. Um, and even though it sometimes working out doesn't help as much as it should, you know, because of how bad your, your depression or your melancholy is. So talking to people, working out with people helps even more. Um, so if you are dealing with stuff like that, please, please talk to someone, whoever it is, someone you trust. Um, even if it's not mental health or your higher ups, if you're in the military, um, you know, just talk to someone that you can fight in that you trust and you know that, you know, they wouldn't exploit you or anything like that. Um, and that plays into mental strength as well. But everyone has to work on their mental strength. Like I said, the brain is like a muscle. Um, you, got, you just got to work it out, you know. You got to build up that muscle, get stronger mentally and physically. So, you have anything you want to add? I think that pretty much covers it. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well... This is probably going to be a really choppy episode because, one, the, the, you know, the browser only allowed me to record for 30 minutes, and then after the uh, after an hour, my computer just decided to crap itself and, you know, crash. Um, so, yeah, uh, this is a little <laughs> a little bit of a rough episode, Yeah. but it's, this is the first podcast we've ever done. Um, so, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed. Um if you are not following either of us on social media, what is uh what's all your uh, usernames for Snapchat, Instagram, all that stuff? Probably say for Instagram it would be uh, Jeffrey underscore Jones one, mm. and Jeffrey as J E F F R E Y. A lot of people spell that wrong. Uh, and then Snapchat would just be Jeffrey, same way spelled six five nine nine. All right. That's pretty much the only two things that I use. Uh, and then my Instagram is. Ken underscore Drix, D-R-I-X underscore. Uh, and then you can just look up my name on Facebook. And then my Snapchat is Kendrix, K-E-N-D-R-I-X underscore. So, but again, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed. And...
uh, we'll try and make the next episode not as you know rough and dodgy and uh, choppy as it, this this one is. So, thank you guys. Hope you have a great day and uh, aim high. <laughs>